Galactica. It's me, Jesse, and that's Wabu, and we're back in your ears after a little summer hiatus to tell you all about Battlestar Galactica and the way that we watch it, which is fun and interesting. It's backwards. How you doing, uh, Wilder and listener? We're so close, boy. I know, and we're dragging it out. We were just bullet training our way through this show, and then right here at the end, we have ground to a standstill. So this is the full disclosure. This episode is going to be worse probably than others because we recorded a little bit of a log and then straight up took a month and a half off of watching the show. And I know what you're thinking. How could this be worse than anything we've done? We'll find a way. We absolutely. Life, as yes, they say, finds a way. Uh, so much so that we... I, I had to be told what episode we were on, and Wilder said, duh, episode seven, <laughs> and then he started to watch episode seven. Y'all, we are on season one, episode five, called You Can't Go Home. Wilder watched five minutes of that episode. <laughs> and I honestly wouldn't – I don't know how long it would have taken me to realize. Like, we're I was five minutes in, and McGrath goes – we're on episode five, dog, and I was like, all right. <laughs> Sounds like that's what it is. So then. things are going well. Because you know what happened? That was an especially tricky one, though, because what happens, and it's the one in the beginning where Caprica and Gaius are in a bed, and she's like, how do you, she's like, how do you do? It's a he. And she does that thing, which we already talked about, but then Gaius says the line, your software is repeating itself. Mm. <laughs> so I thought that they were just watching, they were just doing this bit again. <laughs> you got fucking tricked by a Cylon, is what you're saying? Yeah, they're tricky. Well, those little those little um, toasters. Ooh, how about the fact that Hilo is alerted to the Cylon's presence by a toaster? You like that? Yeah, that was good. And they did sort of make it look like like the toaster had like a big red light on it, yeah. like the like the big goofy Cylons. Good job, art department. That's about the one ep- the one element of production in this episode that I'll give props to. Because there was a lot to be desired. Yeah, props to props. Look, we got four left. All right? Mm-hmm. I've, I didn't write anything down the whole time. Ooh. But in fairness, I was kind of engaged in this episode. Interesting. How so? I feel like the less engaged I am, the more notes I take. That was how it was for me in school. I, I would take a lot of notes in classes where I would just, like, not... Oh, bro, you went to class? Oh, boy. Cool Wabu coming through. <laughs> First of all, I am the coolest and most popular kid in school, as said by a person that wasn't me. Okay? Number two, class is for suckers. You know what else is? Learning. Thumbs down. You know what's cool? Drugs. Yep. Chicks. This We already did this bit on the last one. It was yeah, what's so... lit. We cannot do what's cool and what's lit again, <laughs> please. <laughs> Well, no, the th- things that are lit are different than things that are cool. Can you get to new characters before I have to shut down the whole thing? That's right. I don't have any. Next. There's none. Correct. Good <laughs> yeah. response. Now give me leaderboard and shit list. Leaderboard. Starbuck. So this episode is about them looking for Starbuck who's been abandoned on a planet. Uh, and to me, as always, this show is much better when most of it does not take place on a spaceship. So Yes. They're trying to look for her. She basically, it's like a survival movie. I'm a big, I like survival movies. I just watched Jungle with Daniel Radcliffe. Have you seen it? I haven't even heard of it. Mm, you know who else hasn't? Probably the whole world. Yeah. Not one person I've brought that up to has heard of that film. Now, homework, go watch Jungle. Back to the your lesson. Starbuck, 
survives her way across a little desert moon. Her oxygen's running low, so she gets to one of them big Cylon ships. She squirms her way in. More goop. A lot more goop content, which you know I love. Slurps her way up into that Cylon, sucks its oxygen down, and flies it back to the fleet. And even manages to find time to use her leg wound tape to write Starbuck underneath it so they know not to kill her. Shit list, eye patch being generally worse at acting than normal and also just being he's this is peak bad eye patch of just growly snappy one-liners that aren't clever and bad acting i agree to all that uh we get some sick gaius content like i love when the show cuts away to what gaius really looks like without ghost caprica sucking on his fingers <laughs> it is the best the bit of, the episode, of the show for sure yeah at the beginning of the episode, he goes to have a meeting with the president, and Ghost Caprica starts slurping on those fingers, and it cuts away to him with like his eyes crossed and his fingers just wiggling in the air. Yeah, and then he pretends like he had was like trying to work out a kink in his wrist or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's what you got to do when you're getting slurped on by a ghost uh, mouth. But do you notice he talked to her in that scene? Yes, right, right in front of president, and president just doesn't notice. So hey, Ronald D. Moore, what are the rules? Okay, that brings me... I don't want to get into a sunny song, but what are the rules? So, if you're done, that brings me to my... I would like to talk about my shit list. It's kind of a... It's sort of conceptual. Go on that. Ooh, a conceptual one. This is... Look, people complain about science fiction or, or fantasy or whatever, and they're like, oh, this is unrealistic, right? And that's a dumb complaint because, of course, it's unrealistic. It's supposed to. It's fiction. And science, we also know, is not real either. We all know that... It has to have rules, right? That's like a common thing is that you still have to have some type of rules. Yeah. Like Star Wars, yeah. you can believe because there's no scene in Star Wars where somebody turns into like the liquid man from Terminator 2 and fucking. Yeah, well, but remember, you haven't seen Star Wars, so you don't know for sure that that doesn't happen. Correct. Poor example. Same example, but Lord of the Rings. Every character in Star Wars is Alex Beck. Yeah. Smart. Or they just turn into a Capri Sun and start zipping around yes. the planets. That's what I've heard, which is why I haven't seen those films, because I've already seen <laughs> yeah, okay, Capri Sun cool. commercials. I don't need a longer one. Sure. <laughs> Good point. I, I, this episode was confounding to me for many reasons. So one, you have that. Your question is, what are the rules, right? This shit list goes to the, the universe building in this episode. That's the official title. This really could have used a whole lot more of our good friend rules guy. Yes, absolutely. So that's a bad one because he's sitting across the desk and having not even really a whispered conversation, just like a sort of hush. <laughs> Talks right out loud. But several other times he'll he'll talk. Like seconds before that, when she's slurping down them fingies of his, he goes like, ooh, and then the president notices that. Right. Which to me is more normal than just saying a bunch of sentences out to the air. And she's sitting across a desk from him, like reading a paperwork. The other issue of this world building is Starbucks' whole thing. Leaderboard to Starbucks, sure, I agreed with that. But I, she just finds a tube and cuts it and puts it in her mouth and gets oxygen from it. Yeah, she finds it in, oxygen. in the living ship. And she's talking the whole time which is funny she's like i'm running out of o2 but continues to talk to herself yeah 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 yeah. yeah and she yeah. just like takes off her helmet and puts an oxygen tube in her mouth and i just don't think that's how oxygen works i will not even pretend to weigh in on this think about think about the insane devices that you need i mean we just watched a lot of shark week think about the unit you need to breathe oxygen underwater uh-huh it is not just a fucking crazy straw that you put into your mouth that's connected to a tube. Pop some little gummy bears in them nostrils. And then there's this huge hole in the ship, and she just plugs it with her jacket? Just crams her jacket in there? Yeah, pops it right in. 
and then doesn't need to put the air tube in her mouth. Airtight. Because now this, yeah, this airtight seal that's about to be in space, this airtight seal is going to hold the oxygen from this very tiny hose. I'm, I'm telling you... This episode did suffer from a lack of rules guy. I think the idea that the ships are like or, like like bio-organic or whatever is kind of neat. Like, I, I like the idea, but only give me the idea. Don't be like, and here we're going to see what's under the hood, because it's gross and dumb, and I hate it. But, I mean, we got a lot of that goop content. Hashtag goop content. Hashtag goop week. Yes. Hashtag goop goop gurus. An alternate title for this podcast. Correct. Also going to give leaderboard to president because she behaves correctly like a president in this. Yeah, I would agree with that. She calls out Adama on his shit. Or uh, dead Zach that they're teasing us with. Yes. Literally has Eyepatch explain it to her and they cut away before he starts talking. Yes. but And then there's like a whole conversation between Lee and Adama how Lee's like, yeah, we're over Zach. And Adama's like, no, I'm yeah, not. Also, how would they be? Bro, remember when she says that Zach, the care is your last line, like trace to Zach? I think it's because I'm right about them used to do it to each other. I mean, like sex stuff. They were doing it on each other, all over the place, on each other. Who? Starbuck and Zatch? Yeah. I think you're right, for once. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also like that when... So the whole thing is that Adama and Lee are trying super hard to find Starbuck, and basically everyone else is like, mm, seems like she's definitely dead. I thought Eddie James kind of busted out the chops in this one. What do you think about that? I didn't think that Eddie James did bad. I think that the writing of the character is insane. But I'll give you Eddie James. Eddie I James kind of get, swung I feel like it around. If we watched a little the bit. show in order, we would be big Adama boys. You know what I mean? I feel like I agree. I overall, think that that is the Eddie J is kind of the man in this show. Yes, agreed. You know who's not Lee? Remember when he's like, Galen, I need a ship, and Galen's like, Well, we don't have any. He's like, Make it happen. He's like, I can't. We don't have any ships. He's like, I need one. Yeah, he doesn't get. He tries to do the same. Tr- he has. They've done a good job of making it seem like he has the same playbook as Adama, because it does sound like he's doing an Adama impression, where mm-hmm. Adama would say that shit too, of like, "But I'm the fucking captain, and you'll get me a ship." But yeah. it just never works for Lee. Everyone's just like, "No, Lee, it's we can't." Yeah, go back to your corner. Get back in your hole, Lee. Your little Lee hole with Hot Dog yeah. Boy, who. Hot dog sighting, big oh. hot dog episode. When this script was written, it said interior ship hot dog is barfing (laughs) (laughs) because the literal first thing of this episode is hot dog has just puked just yak attack is great and and the fucking his co-pilot's like hey it happens to the best of us and it'll definitely happen again but we've never seen it since so never since uh hot dog is 100 percent useless later at the end of the episode he tries to get into a ship to help um attack the, the raider and his don't even work his stupid little ship didn't even work. A little sweet, like a precious idiot of the week. Yeah. Do you hear the sweet sounds? It's like a smooth, like a butter. Oh, buttery smooth horns. Think about butter, but also think about if it had like peanut M&Ms in it. So it's smooth, but it does have a candy-coated nut. What a ghastly thing you've just described. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is something you got to know about us here at the Backward Star Galactica HQ. Yep. Us two boys are what we like to call (laughs) sons of soup. Sons of soup. Tell them. Today's episode is brought to you by soup. All soup, baby. Baby, it's the soup episode that you've all been waiting so long to hear. Let's get into it. Couple of soup Nazis in the house. (laughs) Soup Nazis, very lit. (laughs) It's very lit. And cool, even though it's hot. Mm, Unless it's gazpachi. There are so very many soups. I have had... Far more good soups than bad. 
Agreed. And if I have had a bad soup, it is because not because the soup itself is a dumb soup. It's that someone made a bad one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the soup's fault. I see what you're saying. Shout out to Asia mm. making the dankest soups. King of the soups. If we are sons of the soups, then they are our father. Japan with ramen and udon. Wonton. China with hot and sour. Delicious ramen, udon, pho, delicious. Thailand. Ooh, mama. Tom Yum Gai. Mm. All them coconut broth-based soups. All them curries that border on soup. What about miso, baby? Don't forget mm, miso. Miso. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, I was hoping you would. Vietnam, baby, you got delicious pho. Oh, Singapore got laksa. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Big fan of laksa. Loxinous monster, as I like to call it. Mm, speaking of lox, how about we go over... To my homeland? To the, cho- the land of the chosen people? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir, little matzo ball soup. My great-great-grandfather, mm. when he invented matzo ball soup, John Matzo Ball. <laughs> when John Matzo Ball elected to put a matzo ball in a matzo ball soup, so I guess those were around first, even though he was. it's a coincidence that he was named John Matzo Ball. It's interesting that his name was Matzo Ball and not, like, matzo, and he put in the ball and he was like... That's a matzo ball. Um, I'm a big... Let's do it to the south. Would you mind taking a trip to the south with me? Please. Corn chowder? Ooh. Oh, yes. Thank you. All them chowders. Mm-hmm. Give me... Let's go... Let's take a... Let's go... Ooh, is that a... Is that a breeze? Are we on the... Are we on the docks of Portland, Maine? Oof. How about a little clam chowder, baby? Yes. Should we go just uh, hop to the other borough across the way from you? How about a little Manhattan clam chowder? I'll even slurp some of that down. How about bisques? What about bisque, baby? Ooh, let's jump back to Maine real quick. We'll just we're going all over the place, but back to Maine for a nice lobster bisque. Oh God, a tomato oh. bisque on a cool oh, day. Oh, tomato bisque! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot get enough of this. Oh, a splendid tomato bisque. The bisque is fine today. Uh, mm, you know who's got dank tomato basil, baby? <laughs> Medieval Times. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it, and I'm certain that it's Campbell. I just went to Medieval Times, and the food was wretched, except the tomato soup was outstanding. Ooh, I'm going to disagree, because I also really liked the garlic bread that they Ooh, gave yeah, us. Yeah, the garlic bread soup. was dank, and you, and you pop it right. Ooh, a great thing about soup, it allows you to do one of my favorite things, yep. is to dip stuff. Nothing nothing quite better than half a, half a sandwich soup combo, Ugh. and then... Get, like cleaning up the remnants of the soup with the remnants of your sandwich. God, yeah, baby. fuck me. And, and I, I'm not sure there's a better soup for dipping than the tomato soup. It's an excellent dipping soup, correct. You get them thick, creamy soups. You know what I like to do, baby? Let's take a trip over to a, a big corporation that I like to call Panera. Mm-hmm. I love I fuck with Panera soup so hard, it's unreal. Oh my God, broccoli cheddar from Panera is outstanding. They're chicken and rice. And you pop, you get a little chicken, Sammy, dunk it right in that soup. It's thick mm. and creamy. Globs right up onto it. Stop you slide it. it all down your your gullet hole. Stop it. I'm getting ripe. Knock it yeah. off. Oh, I think I might have to go to Panera right after this. <laughs> it is 95 <laughs> degrees in L.A., and I think I, it's time for some soup. Yeah, that's the test. But let's say it is 95 degrees in L.A., and let's say I want something more refreshing than a hot soup. Maybe I could grab a, a gazpacho. Ooh, a little gazpacho. I wouldn't mind a, a cold cucumber soup. Mm-hmm. When when I'm often traveling through the, the vast sand uh, ocean of uh, Tunisia. Mm-hmm. On a nice day, my camel and I would enjoy a cold cucumber soup. Yeah, soups are soups are amazing. A uh, little if we're if we're gonna get on the travel train and we're getting back to my homeland, the Bay Area, and we get to San Francisco ooh. and we get one of them ooh sourdough ooh. bread bowls. Ooh. That is ooh. fucking innovation. And I know what you're gonna say. It's too much. Agreed. It's absolutely too much. It's yeah, a big but creamy. Also, you know what else? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, seriously. How about you just shut the fuck up? It's so fucking good it's unbelievable you made a bowl out of 
food, it's an innovation that like is unprecedented. Honestly, what the fuck are we doing with spoons? Get, where's my bread spoon? Yes. Eat it all. It's like fun dip. And soup is so unique in that it is the only way that that is an acceptable vessel. I could give you a, a piece of evidence. There is this place in San Francisco that I used to order takeout from when I was feeling especially nasty. And <laughs> they made a baked ziti right, right in a sourdough bread bowl. And if oh you wanted God. to feel like the biggest <laughs> fatso alive, nightmare. they put breadcrumbs on top, baby. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 8,000 calories in that dish? What do you think? Yeah, I was I was practicing for the double marathon I was going to run. That is a week's worth. That's like what a bear would eat to get to hibernate. The bread bowl only works with the soup, with a with a, a nice chowder that's going to soften it up. I don't know. I would not compare it to a, a dish of baked ziti. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is in many ways different than baked ziti. Yeah. So I guess correct. Yes. We took it to the lab, and the results are in. Soup and baked ziti are different. Yeah, some people are like, is chili soup? Well, maybe. Is chowder soup? Mm, possibly. Is ziti soup? We can cross that one out. Chili's fucking soup, baby. Yeah, you eat it with a spoon. I'm mean, Not that that's the only qualifier, but, like, you do. And I love me some chili. One of my favorite things to make on uh, the, the day of the big game. You love the big game, though. You do love the big game. I do love the big game because I like to make all kinds of mm -hmm. goodies for the big game. One of them, my specialty, and it's not really my specialty because it's not my recipe, but I'm good at making it. Emeralds, chuck wagon, chili baby. Slow mm -hmm. cook that shit. Six hours. Get it nice and tendy. Yes, boy. That's delicious. I gotta say, I think chili is one of the things that brought, uh, that helped foster this friendship because. Oh, you got that. You made that dank chili. We were in a creative writing class together and we would kind of hit it off and then uh, we had a. You really swept me off my feet. That was the moment. Yes. And it was the chili that won you over. He was courting me. It was that and bonding over how this. Uh, psychopath in our class brought an entire <laughs> charcuterie <about> plate <laughs> and it was just not super didn't fit into what was how going think, on how people you think that guy's killed <laughs> oh, a, yeah, thousand. that was human meat for sure that guy's a serial <laughs> <Yeah>. killer <laughs> oh boy and you know what else i like to make on the big game mm -hmm. little grilled cheese tomato soup dumplings baby oh what? So I take a – here's what I'll do. I'll like an Iron Chef tomato. Wabu over here. Yeah, yeah. I pour some tomato soup into an ice tray, freeze it up, pop them out little cubes, wrap them in uh, cheese, soak some, some bread and milk, and wrap them into little balls, pop them in the deep fryer, my dude. Oh, hell yeah. That is a, a fucking move and a half. Uh, any other honorable mentions on the soup front? Uh, just that it's hella good, and I think that part of the reason it's good is that it's not necessarily a go-to – so it feels mm. like a uh, like almost like a little like a little adventure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll eat a sandwich yeah. every day. I'll eat you know I I eat like you know salad or chicken breast or whatever. There's like, a time and a place. If you're ordering soup, it's you're in. Yeah, you're, you're going on a little adventure. Mm -hmm. It's soup o'clock. Yes. Do you know where your kids are? <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter because they're not in this delicious bowl right in front. No, of No, and they could be, but it don't matter. It don't matter because you're gonna suck it down. Yes. Pop a straw in there, maybe. Mm. Maybe two straws. Share it with a date. Ooh, have we thought about consuming soup with a, one of those big fat boba straws? I'm actually fine with that because here's the thing. Undoubtedly, the worst part of soup is eating soup. Mm -hmm. Like spoon to mouth, you never get a big spoon. Yeah, you're no good with a spoon. I've seen it. You're, you're rubbish with a spoon. I could barely use it. I don't know which end to use. <laughs> 
just they both look the same uh-huh. you know what i love one of them big asian spoons those big those they give them for like the idiots that can't slurp up any food you got to give them those yeah. jumbo spoons love that i do like that and i like that they have it they serve that with like miso sometimes and it's like this don't this soup don't even got anything miso the only soup i will i never use a spoon i take that straight to the dome yeah you gotta slurp it right out the yeah dome. well i pour it on top of my head and let it drip down into my mouth <laughs> Ah, yes. As the ancient Japanese tradition dictates, you pour the miso directly onto your scalp. That's why my that's why I got such beautiful curly hair. <laughs> that's your secret. I uh when I was with my mama in April, I was there for Passover, Pesach. And uh, what we did, we made a little matz pho ball soup. Ooh. Delicious. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all them vermicelli, you know, mm-hmm. how did vermicelli get to Vietnam, huh? <laughs> yeah, we, that's a that's a whole different story that's for a, a different There's podcast. probably a dark history with that, I would assume. <laughs> Maybe that's a wiki uh, peaks in the future, the dark history yeah. of the migration of vermicelli to the vermicelli. Oh, and uh, I think okay. that's all I got to say about sup. Yeah. Thank oh, you, soup. Damn, we only you. talked about soup for 20 minutes. We are a couple of sons of soup. Yep. Now, don't you forget it. I think there's something else in my mouth, though. Oh, Do you boy. Feel, is there something stuck in your craw? It's, it sounds like something stuck in yours. Oh, my God. There's something stuck in my craw. Lays of germs. We got Wabu's worries. It's good because it, it kind of is a worry sound, but also it's the sound that people feel when they hear that you're going to do this segment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just like to make it match. Uh-huh. Now, this is a... This is a not so much to worry, but just a, a sad truth of life. <laughs> oh, boy. So the other day, there's this big Mexican restaurant. It was terrible, but it was so old that I loved it. Okay. It closed. Oh, boy. And my worry today is when your favorite restaurants close. Yeah, that's a – yeah. We just We just had a big loss, the two of us. Our favorite pizza shop in San Francisco bit the dust. It's still pending. We're still there's still some. It's not official. There's uh, there's a little. It's shrouded in mystery. Is this a job for Sons of Soup? We might have to get on the case. Uh, We didn't tell you guys that Sons of Soups are also pizza detectives, so we will be on this case, obviously. Once our case, yeah, we'll we'll follow up. But I mean, a lot Um, of our in our time, a lot of our favorite shit has closed. Our favorite sandwich shop closed. Mm -hmm. Maybe just like a moment of silence. (laughs) Yeah. For Truly. all oh Mission Pies baby, Mission Pies. This was officially Mission Pies. This is as of this recording, which is September first. This was the the that that was the end. Yesterday was their last. Damn, day that's a rough one. Yeah, it's it's horrible. One of my favorite bars, not so much a restaurant, but in Los Feliz, closed. Good luck bar, a great bar. We've I think we went there. Remember yeah, that it was like dark was tiki great. bar. Yeah, that place was nice. I like yeah. that place. They closed. Just here's what really matters. Every time you love something, it'll die. Yeah, you love only exists so that you can feel pain. Yeah, that my dad taught me that. Life is a nightmare, and then you die. That's what I would like you to take away from this episode. And you know what sucks is like when people try and come together. I mean, you guys did it for Henry's Tacos. That was neat. Yeah, yeah, and sort of saved it, but it moved. Yeah, which is not the same. But uh, I mean, that's part of uh, growing up in the Bay Area, which is like this is legitimately sad. Is that like because it's so oh, small, all the small businesses? Yeah, so much money is in influx there now. It's just like every so you have like Mission Pie, you have SF Meats, you have like 
uh, not theaters or not not uh, bars and restaurants, but places like theaters, like the Darkroom Theater, shut down. Um, fucking uh, the Cinecave attached to uh, Lost Weekend Video yep. that shut down. Like everybody, everybody getting shit on from rent. And what's cool is that the businesses that replace them, if anything replaces them, almost 100% suck nards. Oh, would yeah. you agree with that? <laughs> almost nothing lives up to. Oh yeah, me and me and a friend of the friend of the guide or a podcast, whatever the fuck this is, <laughs> uh, J-Bo, our favorite childhood diner, got replaced by, you guessed it, the chain restaurant Sharky's. What is Sharky's, brother? That's a place? You don't have a Sharky's up there? It sucks. We don't got Sharky's it's a, it's nowhere. A, it's a big chain Mexican restaurant. It's like an oh, Applebee's no. of Mexican food. It fucking sucks my ass. I mean, that's the that's the the thing, is that it kills you once, it stabs you once, Ugh. and then it twists the knife so hard. Oh, yeah. I'm like Jon Snow over here getting stabbed many times. Yeah. So, you know what? And here's what I want you to take away from this. Go support your shit that you like. You don't get to yeah, complain word. about a place that closes if you never went to it. Right. Don't be like, mm, I love that place, and you went once three years ago. Yeah. Go say hello to your lo- your local sandwich shop today. Yeah, give them a smooch. Yeah, I wish I, I miss Salad Place. How are they? Do they ask about me? Do they erect a, a statue of yeah. me? Yeah, Salad Place is this lovely little spot, and it's they're thriving. The wonderful women that work there um, mm, are angels. the fucking nicest, alive, yeah. sweetest women that ever lived. And they used to be closed on Sundays, and now they're open on Sundays. So they, I suspect, they are killing the game. Bro, Salad Place, fucking they they do. We used, we talked once about how I like 150 percent of a meal. Yeah, Salad Place gives you that option. Yes. You could do a little salad soup sandwich all combo. Why can't yes. Panera do that for me? Correct. Because I don't want to – you can do it at Panera, but you're going to feel you're like You're just going to pay outside. like $19 like an asshole. Yeah, and you, they're going to bring you two trays, which is the biggest upset. It's really Yeah, you feel like such a little gerblin when you do that. <laughs> yeah, if, you're, if your meal comes on two trays, sorry, you you're a fatso. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you got any last quick hits? Um, I don't think so. All I want to say is, so Hilo and Sharon have been on this planet since it was destroyed. Jesus Christ. I can't, this, this plot line gotta go. I hate it. We're so close. We've only got four left. Yeah, four left. And then we are in the process of, I know that you are worried that like, oh, what's going to happen to the, that like, we will, there will be another podcast. There is Another. You do. I'm not. I don't know who that was an impression of. It sounded like uh, Dumbledore when he was, you know. Oh yeah. Well, which part is that? Remind me. Harry. When he's yeah. when and they're trying to get that said? that clam juice out of the yeah. uh, Harry. Yeah. Harry. And then do what you is? Remember the conditions under which I brought you here. And then what and is? It? And then like, what does Harry say? Shoveling that clam juice. He's like, drink this fucking clam juice, Dumbledore. Yeah. And he's just like, Harry. Uh, that was a great scene in film with that, that had some soup. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this program. I don't know why you do. I don't know why anyone would. You may write your hate mail to mybutt at government.biz. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Roasted him. <laughs> That's the best one you ever did. Yeah, I've been working on my burns. <laughs> oh, thank you to Bridgetown, Stumptown, mm. little Maxi boy up there. Mm-hmm. Dominating the listens. Tight. And Spanish Fork, where's that? What the fuck is Spanish Fork? Spanish Fork, I believe, is in Utah. It is, yeah, it's right. Salt Lake City in you. so that's your peeps. That's that's my peeps. Scott off. Air Force Base. Slinger. Oh. 
We're we got, big. We're huge with the troops. Boy, is what, what they is say. It? What are all these places? Thank you all for listening, especially delicious little Maxi Cat. Mm-hmm. A very good gentleman boy. Hope yes. nobody steals him. Correct, as the sign would suggest. Thank you to Madame Faye. Got him yep. for the art. Thank you to um, T Bone uh, Jones. <laughs> Got him for the Got music. Him. Got him. Yeah, and uh, thank you for listening. Yeah.